Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Oh, I mean, I don't really know where to start. Like, you know, how do you feel leading, you know, in, you know, we're a few days out now from a race where you've got box one in a million dollar chase final. Is that sort of like beyond your wildest dreams come true? Correct. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. Not like, you know, it's not only um, such a big thing to be in the race, but to, to draw box one for a dog that is desperate four box one is surreal it's unbelievable basically yep i was looking at her box drawers and i mean it's just a a plethora of pink like she's just had the eight so many times in you know her last 10 or so starts you must have been wrapped when i think it was um was millsy pulled out the one i think didn't he yeah yeah but it was it was the last one that's right it was the last one left yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're either gonna get one or two so yep um (laughs) I was cheering for either box, but yep. when when um, the dog before the Ritz Adonna got got the two, obviously meant that Coast drew the one, and yeah, I was over the moon. That um, like you know, it, it's probably happened before, but geez, how often do you see the one being the last box left over? Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Oh. It's like a bit of a funny thing. <laughs> And you're right, like she, you know, she's desperate for the inside. She's, you know, one three out of six with two seconds from box one. I mean, you know, there's so much early speed, but, you know, she's only got a step to, you know, obviously, you know, she's a pearl yeah. is, is a massive factor. But, look, if she jumps, she's, you know, obviously going to put herself right in it. Yeah, big time. It's She's a pearl, obviously, probably, well, not, not probably, definitely Australia's best greyhound um currently so obviously that's the one to beat yeah um but with coast having box one and um it it brings it right into the race so yeah yeah for sure now last week in the semi-final i mean you know she stepped really nicely and luckily you know fernando hunter's not the best beginner so you're always thinking she was going to get a little bit of room early once she crossed and got to the front that must have been a nice feeling it was it was awesome, especially coming from box eight, like you just said before. Like she's she's had numerous box eights over the last couple of months, yep. <laughs> and has never been able to put it together. And um, when she drew box eight for the for the semi um, <laughs> last week, I thought, oh, not again, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, I, I I was just hoping that finally that she, you know, be be able to learn how to finally put it together coming out of box eight and she she proved that on saturday which was uh, friday which was tremendous yep she ran 29.69 but she can go quicker her pb is 29.58 so obviously on a Mm. good track and you know she can roll off 5.37 early geez that's going to be handy if she can pull that out on saturday big time and when she went that time of her pb of 29.58 she um she coincidentally had box one that same night so yep hoping for Hoping if she can get, you know, um, can't jump and get a clean run to the first turn, and hopefully she can go a bit quicker. But yeah, it's got to be a lot of luck in the race as well. Obviously, it's dog racing; anything can happen. So yeah, that's you know. right. 
And you must be like super proud too. Like she's out of your bitch champion model who, you know, won 25 of her 55 starts. Like she was a phenomenal race bitch, you know. It, yeah, while it's special for, for anyone to have a dog in the race, the fact that, you know, she's out of your bloodlines, that must just, you know, be that little bit extra special. It, it definitely does make it super special. It's just like, um, you know, not only to, to own to own her, but to, to have obviously bred her and to have bred her from um, the, the line that it is now, the model line. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, a great achievement, I guess. Yep. Now tell me about um, Andy and Jodie Lord. Obviously, you know, they're just um, probably the most informed kennel in Australia at the moment. <laughs> to have one runner in it would be amazing, but the fact that they've got three just sort of blows your mind. But how did you first become involved with them? And, you know, obviously you must have a, a great relationship and a great respect for them as trainers. Well, they're the A-team. They're, they're unbelievable. They're not only tremendous trainers, but um, they're great people. We, 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 you know, don't consider ourselves, you know, owner trainers, I guess. We're, you know, very, very close friends. Um, they're great people and, um, you know, we've got a lot, a lot of trust with each other as well. So, uh, um, and the results are starting to, um, you know, speak for himself. We've had, we've had a, a lot of fun and, um yeah we, we originally um the first way we sort of met was i originally rang andy up to to buy a dog actually so yeah, um right. from there and that's how we established our relationship and got along like a house on fire and yeah the rest is history we've had a few good wins and yep bred a lot of dogs together and um yeah it's been great Yep. Now you obviously, you know, for, for most people remember you dabbled um, into training yourself and, you know, were quite successful, you know, you, you won a group race and, and all that. What was the reason for you sort of stepping back? Do you enjoy now just being an owner I, and a breeder rather than a trainer? I definitely, um, I had a lot of fun when, when I was training. I've definitely got no regrets whatsoever. It was great experience. Um, really, really good fun doing it, but I, I realised when I was doing it, because I was only in my early 20s, that it basically, um, it took over my life, because it, it, they're, they're living animals, there's no days off, yep. um, there's no sick days, Christmas day, your birthday, whatever <laughs> day it is, it, there's, there's no days off, and I was in my early 20s, and I'm seeing my fellow friends travel, Yep. You know, have parties, do this, do that, and um, I, I thought um, I'd step back from training, and um, yeah, it's it's definitely been. Um, it, it, I think it's been a great move by myself by doing that. Yep. Do you have aspirations, maybe, to get back into it one day, sort of further down the track? Uh, maybe down the track, but um, not not currently. No, I've definitely um, like. <laughs> get up to a lot of mischief, a lot of partying, a lot of travelling. So, um, As we can probably tell doing, by your doing, voice. <laughs> yeah, doing, doing, doing what I do now, I definitely wouldn't be able to train greyhounds as good as um, anyone in this race this weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> now, going back to your bitch champion model, she you went to Barcia Bale, uh, which were whelped in February 2020, and then you went back to him in January 2021. A lot of people sort of shy away from the repeat matings but what was your reasoning for going um back to him a second time with her um we basically took uh, lord uh, andy and i we spoke about it for um some time of, of who do we use who do we, 
um, you know, to, who do we put her to? And, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a decision that we made straight away, but um, Andy was really confident that um, if we did do Barsha again, that we'd, um, we'd, we'd get as good a result, if not better. Yep. And uh, it's quite amazing, really, because that, that particular litter has just broken in and um, there's... Yeah, some really fast dogs in that litter, which is really, really exciting. So Yeah, nice. And it sort of just reiterates the fact that, you know, repeat matings can work. I, you know, people say they don't like them, but I'm starting to see more and more occur now. So maybe that theory of that they don't work starting to go out the window a bit. Well, yeah, I I think there's no rules. (laughs) No. You know, obviously you've got to give them the best opportunity. And, um, you know, when we sort of decided that we'd, reuse um Barsha to to go to her again it wasn't only um um the the looks and how good the the first litter were going um it was the the stud dog himself was throwing winner after winner after winner yep. so it's a sort of um both sides sort of put put it all into place i guess yep and you've just got a recent litter um about four or five months old by superior panama obviously you know He's the boom sire at the moment, and you got five dogs and two bitches, which is a nice size. Yeah, they're meant to be unbelievable types and doing everything right, and a bit um, they're a bit meant to be a bit bit ferocious, which is good. So <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, but meant to be beautiful types and beautiful pups in that litter. That um, you know, all, all Andy's um, their workers there that give them big wraps, and even Andy and and Jody both love them as well. So. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully get some good ones out of that bunch as well. Now, are you going on Saturday night? <laughs> yes, yep. I'll be there. Do you think if yes. you if you win, or you know, probably not even one? I mean, you hear people say just running a place in these sort of races is amazing. Do you think, regardless of what happens, it's probably if not your biggest moment so far in racing? I think definitely yes, yes, definitely is hundred yep. percent. How are, um, how are the yeah. nerves that, you know, we're only, it's only Tuesday night, but how are the nerves already? Do you get nervous before they race? I, I do get, yeah, I do get a bit of nerves. Yep. But um, I, I try to keep as relaxed as possible. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, it is it is a bit nerve-wracking, but um, I suppose, you know, some people say it's just another race, but to me Not it's, really. it's a bit more than that. It's a bit more <laughs> yeah. than that, so. That's all right. Actually, yeah. I, I did want to ask you, do you get, is it a different type of nerve when compared to when you used to be handling in a race compared to watching them? How, how do you feel? Yeah, definitely. Because it's, you, I don't know, you're jittering at the start and your heart rate goes through the roof and <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's it's quite funny and you're waiting for the race time and it's, um, you know, and you're keeping an eye on the, on the prices to see which punters are backing um, which dogs, etc. So, you know, and then the race caller, who they're favouring. And yep. it's it's definitely nerve-wracking, yep. <laughs> especially in a race of this calibre. Yep. Uh, the other thing too is like going back to your training, it must um, it must be good in the sense that you sort of have a, a greater understanding and appreciation now because you know what actually is going into the dogs. I've said to a couple of people whether they just, you know, want to become a, a handler or whatever, getting in there and getting that sort of behind-the-scenes experience, I said that can only help you either become a better handler or a trainer or whatever. And you know, like yourself now, you understand exactly what goes on behind the scenes um, rather than, you know, just being an owner who just rocks up and, and watches your dog every week. 
A hundred percent. You, you realise what goes into, you know, the, getting the dog to the track and, you know, all the hard work and, you know, it's not only the week that's leading up into the race, what about for the last few months, you know, and, and prior to that, and you know, like there's, there's so much preparation that goes into, um, you know, any greyhound to make any race and especially the big races now that, you know, the, the amount of work that goes into them is, is incredible and I, I, I know that firsthand because I've been there, done that. So yep. um, in a situation like this, you know, you, you I, I appreciate what, you know, the whole of what Team Lord have, you know, done to get it to the track and yep. hope for the best result. And, yeah, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> Do yourself and Andy talk tactics at all? Like, does he ask you, you know, what do you think, just because you've got that training experience behind you? No, not at all. I leave it, to, it to all him. to him. Yep. He, yeah, um, yeah he, he, he does everything. Yep. He does everything. Yep. And whatever... Whatever he says is, um, you know, he's the trainer, not me. He sees the dog every day. Um, you know, um, I, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. you know, the dog might be highly strung, you know, um, might need more work or, you know, every dog has, is, is its individual, you yep. know, um, traits that is going to be catered differently. And for me to speak outside from not knowing each individual dog is, I can't do that, you know? Yep, yep. No, I think that's a good, it's a good way to be because you, you hear sometimes of people having, um, you know, owners sort of trying to tell them what to do and, you know, saying that they've made the wrong decision or whatever. But, you know, like you said, you're giving them to the trainer for a reason. Otherwise, well, why don't you train them yourself? Trainer, not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I want to train it myself, I'll go pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she's only a little thing too, your bitch. She's twenty five kilos, so there's there's not much of her. But you know, she sort of you know got turned sort of sideways at the first turn last week and sort of just bounced off and kept going. So yeah, she chased good last week. It was great. She finally she finally put it together from box eight. It was great. Yeah, because I think she I think that was her eighth start from box eight. Yep, which was crazy considering she's only had thirty odd starts and. Yeah, she's had box eight eight times. She won't. Um, yeah. She won't know herself when the lid's open, and she doesn't have to cross seven other dogs. Oh, I know. It's going to be <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Nothing to cross, and hopefully no. she jumps. And yeah, she'll go. So. What's going on here? This is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.